Hey, how you going everyone? My name's Jamie G and I'm so pumped to be able to introduce myself to the world and get this message out there. First of all, I want to say an incredibly massive thanks for listening to this podcast. A uh, little bit about me, I am Jamie G. I run a YouTube channel, I have a Facebook group. If you're interested in either one of those and learning a bit more about affiliate marketing and how to get started online, feel free to click the links in my description. Uh, and what I thought I'd do as my first podcast ever is just give a bit of background as to my history in digital marketing and why I think I have something to offer people who uh, kind of end up in my sphere of influence. So, uh, look, going back to 1997, now bear in mind this is small town New Zealand. I'm, I'm uh, from New Zealand, I live in Australia uh, at the moment, but back in 1997, I was a teenager and my dear old mother, actually, she'd probably get offended if I call her old, so my dear mother. Uh, set up an e-commerce site and it still remains her uh, primary source of income to this day. So over 21 years in the industry off this one website. Now, what actually happened is uh, she developed a product that helps with cold sores, herpes, skin ailments, all that sort of stuff. And so she discovered that through her friends and family. Uh, I used it myself many times. It really did work in terms of getting rid of cold sores in particular. Uh, and so therefore she thought, how can I get this message out? And she, she started looking at different ideas. So of course, most people take the normal route, which is great, I've got this great product. I'm gonna uh, go to the local pharmacy or health food shops, all that sort of stuff. But she kind of had bigger plans right from the start. And she knew before she'd even heard of the internet, she just knew that there was a better way of getting her message out there and a better way of getting this product out to the world. So what she did was, like I mentioned, she set up an e-commerce site. Now, bear in mind, this is small town New Zealand. Uh, no one in New Zealand, this is uh, not, like I say, 1997. No one had ever even heard of e-commerce. So everyone thought the internet was just a, a phase. They thought it was going to go away. So no one really believed in her. Uh, and so here's a woman who at the time was unemployed. She was, you know, very hard up. We, we were struggling a lot of the time. And somehow she managed to find a computer which that in itself, uh, they were pretty expensive back in the day. So she managed to find a computer. She managed to learn how to use that computer. She then learned how to work the internet. She then learned how to program. She uh, met some contacts that helped her build the website to start with. She learned things like ad copy. She learned uh, copywriting in general. She learned how to promote. She learned SEO. And back in the day, this is before Google came along as well, by the way. So we're talking AOL, AltaVista, Ask Jeeves, uh, Netscape Navigator, probably a few uh, memories getting triggered there, I'm sure. So back in those days, now, the other thing to bear in mind, and sorry, I know this is a long-winded story, but I think it's important to understand the background that I've had and why I think that I have something to offer nowadays. So anyway, um, bear in mind that way back then, there wasn't any card processing facilities available, and because no one really believed the internet was a real thing, uh, what actually happened was, when she would receive an order, it would come via fax. She would then have to drive physically to the bank to uh, basically submit the credit card details and either approve or decline the payment. Obviously, if it approved, she would get the money and she'd send the product off. Now, this happened for quite some time where she would go every single day until the point where the amount of orders she was getting was so large that the processing time 
meant that she would have to leave home at 3 p.m. because uh, back in New Zealand in those days, the banks would shut at around 4, so she'd have that hour to make sure she got the orders in before the close of the bank. They obviously realized that, okay, this is actually a really real thing. She's coming in every day with orders. So then they set up a, a phone line for her. So she still had to phone up the orders and manually process each and every one, every card detail, like a, a, a very archaic process, but I guess that was the sign of the times back then. So when Google came along, uh, it was a, a breath of fresh air and obviously it, it got a lot of momentum and things like Yahoo started to lose, uh, I guess, a lot of their uh, monopoly in terms of search engines and all that sort of stuff. So the great thing was because it wasn't competitive, she was able to rank for very competitive, what are now considered very competitive keywords, cold sores, how to cure cold sores, what is a cold sore, best cold sore cream, things like that. And so therefore it meant that she was on page one and her income just absolutely blew up. It was at this point that some of the systems that are now commonplace started coming into the, I guess, the world. So we're talking about automatic card processing, things like PayPal, all that sort of stuff. So what it meant was because that process of, of banking had been automated, she then worked out what other parts of her business she could automate as well. So what she did is she got the product manufactured externally and she got the product shipped from a shipping house. And what that meant was when the supplies got low at the shipping house, they would send an email to someone at the manufacturer who would then manufacture more product and send it over to the shipping house. So what it meant was my uh, lovely mother would get basically passive income. She would spend 20 minutes to an hour per day addressing people and different emails and you know, where's my order, all that sort of stuff. And then she would go about her day and she would enjoy a, a fairly substantial income. Now, of course, that's not quite the case these days because, well, as we all know, the internet is an incredibly competitive place. Rankings drop, Google changes algorithms, things change, uh, other competitors come into the space and take, uh, they, they end up buying copyrighted or, or use her product names and copyright them under their own. So, you know, different things happen and it's been a bit of a hard ride in a lot of ways. But anyway, that's the background. So you can imagine as a, a teenage lad, that was my upbringing. I was aware of that. I worked for her uh, full time at different stages. I uh, helped with SEO. I learned all that stuff. I learned about banking. I learned about uh, how an online business operates. And I saw her lifestyle and I thought, you know what, this is pretty damn cool. Like she doesn't do a hell of a lot of work respectfully, but you know, she, she has enjoyed a, a fairly, like a, I guess a semi-retired state for a number of years. And you know, I thought, well, that kind of throws my idea of getting a job and working a nine to five for the rest of my life way out the window. Um, fast forward to 2011 and I was working in the financial markets at the time. I'd actually started uh, 16th of September 2008 in the financial markets working for one of the world's largest foreign exchange contracts for different uh, brokers. Now, Having said that, the reason why I remember that date was because it coincided with Lemons Brothers collapsing and that triggered one of the largest days in uh, market history. So that was my introduction and indoctrination into the financial markets was basically people yelling orders across the dealing desk, swearing, like all this crazy stuff. I was told to read the product disclosure statement and basically start jumping on the phone. So that was my, my sort of indoctrination. The relevance of that was 
three years of doing that, I ended up lasting about six years and I worked another couple of years in finance and, and different companies. But um, fast forward to 2011, I was burnt out and I thought, you know what, this is, I, I've got to take this seriously. I've got to start getting into something that I'm, like, I'm, I'm passionate about. And of course, I was passionate about the financial markets. In fact, I traded them heavily. I made a hell of a lot of money. I lost a hell of a lot of money. And it was that losing, unfortunately, which led to me eventually declaring bankruptcy uh, a couple of years after, but I'll, I'll go into that in a, perhaps another episode. Anyways, the, the relevance of all this was I wanted something different. So I started looking into ways to make money online, as I'm sure a lot of us do. I looked at all sorts of things. I, I, I tried all sorts of things. I started setting up websites, I ended up having a, a portfolio of websites. Uh, and this, like I say, 2011, I didn't know anything about SEO. I, I had kind of understood a couple of concepts from uh, growing up around my mother's business, but the actual, I guess, uh, making all that sort of stuff work and the practicality of doing it was a completely different scenario. So I didn't really understand the thing, things like duplicate content and how that can damage your page and all that sort of stuff. So here's me just copying articles going, great. And I was giving credit, it wasn't like plagiarizing the articles, I was just copying the, the text and then giving credit at the, at the footnote saying article written by blah, blah, blah. I didn't realize that that was actually damaging my site. So I did all this sort of stuff. I wondered why I wasn't making any money. And then eventually I started making a little bit of money here and there, but I'm talking about cents, not dollars. And I thought, well, okay, I'm still pretty passionate about this whole thing. I want to get this lifestyle going. So I tried everything and I, I know the cycle. It's the newbie cycle where you start out and you read some flash sales page and you think this is going to be the answer and you start writing a Kindle book and then you realize it's going to take a lot of work to build up your portfolio of Kindle books. And then you have a look at uh, WordPress blogs, uh, blog networks. So you start getting into that and then you realize, oh man, this is way harder than I thought and I don't really know enough. And that the product that I've brought for however many dollars doesn't really give the full idea about what this entire industry is all about. And so then you start getting into other things. So for me, I then tried CPA. So... Uh, I've had at this stage uh, basically blogs. I've had uh, I've tried CPA and numerous different attempts at CPA, different uh, traffic strategies. All the while I was paying for traffic, I was trying to build up different websites. I was trying different things. I was trying just affiliate marketing in general. So uh, sending traffic to links and then getting my accounts banned and all sorts of random stuff that happened. Uh, and of course I kept going. Uh, I would lose focus and I would get distracted and frustrated because nothing was working or if it was working I was making cents not dollars and I thought this is you know it's great that I'm making sense but a lot of the companies would have a minimum of say $50 of earnings before they'll let you withdraw your money so it wasn't like it was tangible anyway I'd, I'd see it on screen every month like a, a cent or two here I think geez it's going to take uh, an eons for me to actually make that uh, initial investment back <laughs> type thing. So anyway, I, I went through all that. I went through all the stuff. I went through, you name it, I, I've done it. And um, e-commerce, that was the other thing. I, I had multiple e-commerce sites. Some of them actually made quite a lot of money, I'll, I'll be honest. And one of which I've ended up selling. The other one, uh, basically, I, I killed off altogether. I didn't want that anymore. Another one I've just got sitting there in lieu that still actually ticks along, strangely enough, but I don't really need to do anything for that anymore. I never really blew up to the B the huge empire that I, I had hoped for. But yet again, it just goes to show it's another thing that I, I tried. Um, I also have run Facebook ads. Uh, now my background in, the, in recent years, and I guess uh, perhaps I should have started with this, is I actually run a digital agency. 
I run Facebook ads for small businesses and the way that I got into that was after I went through my bankruptcy, I ended up picking up a job because I was desperate. I unfortunately was out of work. I couldn't find a job. I was either overqualified for some jobs or underqualified for others. No one would really give me a chance until eventually I found a job after being unemployed for a long, long time. Um, and all the while, you know, mountains of debt that I just couldn't afford to maintain. So I had to pull the pen. It was a very incredibly stressful time for both myself and my family, as you can imagine. It was about 2015. Now I got a job working for an education company uh, and ended up working there for, I think, maybe eight months before that company also went bust. So needless to say, it wasn't really a great run of different jobs that I was in. But with that one in particular, and this is where my transition into working for myself came from, I was at that company and someone in the marketing team, when we get a new lead, I said, where are you getting your leads from? They said, oh, there's this person, blah, blah, blah. Like, great. How much are you paying for your leads? Oh, well, these premium leads are $160 a pop. And I thought, my God, like with my, I, I'd spent quite a lot of time on e-commerce stores and running Facebook ads and running uh, ads to my own, own offers and affiliate products and uh, tried all sorts of things like eBay arbitrage and Amazon FBA and Amazon Kindle, all that sort of stuff, right? So I had all this knowledge and all this stuff and all this experience running ads and AdWords and blah, blah, blah. But at that point, I thought, hang on, I know I can get leads for maybe 10 bucks, maybe 15 as an outside stretch. So if I can get them for 15 bucks, I can sell them for 160. Man, that's a, that's a business right there. I can do that. So then I started looking into ways that I could get into that. And eventually I joined uh, something called the Entrepreneurs Alliance, which was a, a worldwide network of business owners uh, doing things like lead generation, Facebook ads, SEO consulting, uh, things like that. Plus I had training and you get to meet people and stuff. It was really cool. Unfortunately, that disbanded. But by that stage, I'd had enough knowledge and enough experience and I went full-time as of March 2017. And I've been full-time working on that ever since. Now, Having said that, what happened was I started the business, I learned very quickly after starting the business that my perception of what should happen versus the reality of what did actually happen were two massively different things. Now, what I mean by that is I had this preconception that I was gonna charge X amount per month to clients. I thought I'm quite skilled at what I do, so it should be pretty easy to pick up clients. I've been in sales for a number of years, so again, I can use my sales skills to get clients. Long story short is I, I ended up burning myself out. I, I would work for nothing to get my reputation, some testimonials. A lot of people, despite the fact they promised testimonials, did absolutely nothing to provide those. So I was doing all this work for free, trying to get my name out there and, and get, build my business up. But even though I did have clients as well, I just wanted to make sure that I had uh, other ones in the pipeline. So anyway, with all that in mind, uh, <laughs> I then ended up making contact with some people who then introduced me to an agency. Now the agency had a hole in their business. They were, uh, they didn't have someone to do their Facebook ads full time. So they decided to hire me instead. And I was like, great, that works out well. I was exchanging time for money. And while that is great because I charge quite a large amount per hour, the problem was that if the work wasn't there, I wasn't getting paid. But when the work was there, I didn't have time for other clients. So I was in this kind of weird dichotomy. Now, the other thing that transpired as a result of this 
And what was really hard to cope with was I ended up losing money by being overseas a lot. So I did end up traveling. I was living the laptop lifestyle in, in some respects. But when I was away or I was on holiday or we'd take a weekend away with my wife, unfortunately, the income would stop. And of course, if the income stops, then my bills don't. So therefore, I went, you know what, I need to go back to what I've done in the past, what I really enjoy. And those are two things. So one is affiliate marketing. And the second part is actually helping people out with things like affiliate marketing and trying to help people break free from this kind of mundane ideal that we have that you have to work 40 years and, and you know you try and retire off not much and you know you have to exchange time for money in order to create uh, cash flow in your life so that was what my passion was that's why and hopefully that background gives you guys a bit of an idea as to why I think I have something of value to offer now of course it doesn't stop there I am still learning and there's a whole bunch of stuff that I am learning about as I go and what I'm doing is basically documenting that entire process I'm giving it away and uh, hopefully helping some people out along the way anyway look I appreciate you listening thank you so much for listening to my story hopefully you got some value out of that and uh, I look forward to seeing you guys or, or perhaps listening to you guys uh, in future thanks so much guys and I see you in the next one bye for now